Hello and welcome to Love and Lordship Live. I'm Greg Williams, and as I've shared with you before, you can hear more from our book and ministry with the Love and Lordship's The Authority of Love program on 99.1 FM, WJMM Central Kentucky Christian Radio, or you can go to their, their uh, website and go to the podcast tab near the upper right corner, click on the Love and Lordship links, and you'll find today's and the previous two days' uh, programs there. The message is there. You can also get uh, any number of uh, podcast at loveandlordship.podbean.com or videos at vimeo.com forward slash loveandlordship. And you, as always, you can find most all of these on our website at www.loveandlordship.com. We're continuing with our wonderful series, whether you think the teaching is great or not, that's that's you're up to you. But the series, the message itself from the scripture is powerful because as we did a six-month study on the names of God to help us know and love him more, which is the first and greatest command, we are now doing our identity in Christ, which really begins the second command as an overflow of our love for God and first and foremost his love for us. We learn to love who we are. We can't really do that apart from Christ. Uh, we can be prideful and a, a false confidence about who we are in the flesh. But the only way we can really know who we are in Christ is, is to know who we are in Christ. And it's that identity that allows us to not vainly, but to humbly love who we are so we can give ourselves a way to love others. Our anchor verse this, this week is from 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 9. And it tells us that because of Christ, I'm adding that, but that's what it is. Uh, for we are God's fellow workers. You and I are God's field, God's building. Now, in the last several weeks, our focus has been on how significant and valued we are in Christ, our identity in him. We are grafted in the vine of Christ by grace through faith as branches in that vine, appointed and chosen to bear his fruit, we are God's masterpiece, recreated in Christ to do the good works he's prepared in advance for us to do by his strength. And literally, it is God in Philippians 2, Paul says, it is God willing and acting according to his good pleasure in us as we work out the free salvation he's put in. But we are also literally a holy dwelling place, a temple, a tabernacle for God's Holy Spirit to dwell. And it cannot dwell in us unless Christ has made us clean, unless he has forgiven us and freed us. In line with all of these, we are also assured in his word that as we abide and remain in him as a co-laborer or co-worker with God in his creation, we are doing it for his kingdom and eternal purposes. 1 Corinthians 3, 5 through 9, that's where the anchor verse comes from. Not only are we equipped and chosen to join in this eternal work, to point others to Christ, but we must recognize the value he has placed upon us so our laboring with and in him is not in vain. In other words, we don't miss his purposes and his will. You can see that in 2 Corinthians 6.1. Now again, go to loveandlordship.com. You'll find videos, articles, podcasts. Click on those. If you click on the read tab, you can find all these articles, and in each article, I have linked all the scriptures. Whatever you do, don't miss those. Matter of fact, check my teaching 
against that scripture. If you've got any questions or concerns, please message me or contact me. I'll give you that information later. God has a great purpose and desire to save every person who has ever lived while still giving each of us the freedom of choice. That's because love requires a free choice. It can't be forced. He gives us the free choice to accept or reject his calling and work of grace in salvation. And get this, he has called you and I, you and me, I should say properly, to join him in this eternal endeavor. Now that's incredible that we get to work alongside God to help others know him. No matter what you've done, what you're facing, or where you've been, doesn't matter. All of, but we could, every one of us in some way or another could join Paul in saying, I am the chief of sinners. But he has a purpose for your life. And he calls you to come and walk with him and work with him. Remember, he will finish what he started in Christ. Philippians 1.6, for I am confident of this, Paul says, that God is faithful to complete what he started, essentially in each and every one of us and in his church, together in us, until the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. Do you know Christ? That's the key to everything. Are you then pointing others to him and helping them to know him as Savior and Lord, to love him, to know and love who they are so we can love others? Are you giving him the access to your life by your choices for him to finish the work? I had the privilege a few months ago to share through a message and workshop at a wonderful church here in Kentucky. I shared on the true authority we have in Christ. I had two single people approach me after the message and they, they were both encouraged and, and yet concerned as the focus was more on relationships and marriage my response to them was simply this, and it's to you and to every one of us, married or single, divorced, widowed, remarried, uh, every one of us, with all people, that first and foremost, our identity is not in our other relationships, our marriage, our family, our work, our successes, our failures. Our identity is in Christ, and that doesn't change from the single person to the married to the divorced to the widowed. Now, there may be consequences in those. There may be struggles in those. There may be feelings and emotions we have to deal with. But Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever, and our identity is in him. Everything else flows from this. Our singleness, dating, marriage, parenting, family, even Christ's family, the church. Our identity is in Christ. They were encouraged, those two single people, to keep pressing forward in their walk and identity in Christ and know that they were being and would continue to be used of him for his kingdom and glory as they did so. That's why we're doing this series on identity in Christ. So as I said at the beginning, we can know and love who we are apart from anything else the world or even our flesh or the enemy has to offer or try and convince and deceive us of in order for us to, be, don't miss this, to be truly confident, content, and therefore humble in him. Now with that said, the simple yet profound significance in Christ today is that all of us who are in him are literally and spiritually seated with Christ in heavenly realms. I don't fully understand that, but I know my life is not just lived here in the flesh. There is an eternal, there is a spiritual realm. 
And there's a battle going on there. And when we battle in prayer and in his word, we literally, because of him, we are doing so in the throne room, in the seat of authority with Christ to carry out his eternal purpose for his kingdom. Look at Ephesians 1, 18 through 23 and Ephesians 2, 4 through 7. This is amazing. Nothing or no one on earth can keep us from this position spiritually, literally reigning with him. Now remember, reigning in authority, he already showed us the way that's lived out here is to bow down and wash feet. But we're in that position, that kingdom authority, because he has made it so to all who believe. Are you living like it? Remember, it only happens in him as we walk in the spirit and not in the flesh. Go back and look at Romans 8, 1 through 8. I pray that you know Christ and that you are abiding in the here and now in your day-to-day walk with him. And at the same time, know that you're also reigning with him in the spiritual places, in the spiritual or heavenly realms in his spirit. That's an incredible identity. And he loves you so much that he has made it a reality. We continue with more of this identity with Paul in Ephesians verses, or chapter 3, verses 11 and 12. We find another wonderful identity in Christ where we are told that because of his sacrificial gift, we can and should approach the very presence of God, his very throne room. Think about that. Hebrews talks about this as well, that we can literally enter into the presence of the only one true almighty creator in God. Think about all the precious blessings we have been given, all the ways we've been blessed, united with God in Christ, and the Holy Spirit dwells in us as we are fully accepted, secure, and of great value to God in Christ. Why would we allow the world or culture, anyone in it, or the enemy, to define us in any way other than what he has done and what the truth of his, of his word has declared us to be. Folks, Hebrews tells us not only that we can enter, but we ought to boldly enter because we know who we are in him. Not only that we are declared to be what we are declared to be and that he dwells in us, purified by the blood of Jesus so that his spirit can dwell in us, right? So that he can come right into his, we can come right into his presence boldly and confidently and be assured that we are received by him and that he hears us and that he loves us and that he will answer. Now remember, that answer is way more for our learning than for our wish list. I want to close with this scripture that reinforces what we've just talked about and who we are in Christ. I alluded to it earlier the access that we have to God the Father himself, right into his very presence. The food for thought to close out today's identity in Christ is Hebrews 10, 19 through 25. That text reinforces that Christ is our forever high priest. He, and Romans tells us the Holy Spirit as well, are always interceding for us right before God, And that ushers us, you and me, and every true believer, right into his very presence. Do you know him in this way? And do you avail yourself of all that he has made you to be and given to you? Do you know you're in his presence? Are you asking 
Are you learning? Are you listening? Do you know Jesus as Savior and Lord? That's what makes all of this a reality. Four action items again. Read the scriptures in this article and ask the Holy Spirit to teach you. You know that one. The second one, journal. Write down what you've learned about your identity in Christ and what it says to you in this post. Again, go to loveandlordship.com, click on the Read tab, look for Identity in Christ 6. This is a sixth part of our series. And go to the scripture text and let it sink in. Let the Spirit teach you. Number three, describe in your own words what it means for you to be a co-worker with and in Christ for his kingdom. And then the fourth one, write down what it means for you to reign with him right here and now. Now remember what authority is according to his word. If you're not sure, text or message me and ask. Do you know what it means? Write this down as well to actually enter right into his presence. The holy, creator, sovereign, perfect God. Now, if you've got questions or need help, Love and Lordship is a safe place. Contact us at loveandlordship at gmail.com, all spelled out, love and lordship at gmail.com, or text or call me at 859-229-6504. If your church group or organization would like to partner with us to hear more, to do some teaching and some discipleship, contact me, email, text, call, or message me. If I don't answer on the phone because I may not, I won't know your number perhaps, Please leave a message. I'll get back with you. We'd love to walk with you as the Lord leads, engage with you, and find out where you are, what you're thinking, and grow together in the Lord. Now, we're at year end, so we ask you to please continue to pray for God's provision and guidance for this ministry. And if in, in so doing, in your prayer time, He leads you to see this as a kingdom ministry that He would like for you to partner with further, would you be willing to follow through and, and make a donation? All donations are tax deductible. You can go to loveandlordship.com. There's a Give tab in the upper right corner. Click on that, and it'll walk you right through it. Or you can give by mail. Contact me, and I'll let you know how to do that. You can even find that there on the site as well. Love and Lordship's vision is every life and relationship built on the love and lordship of Jesus Christ. There it is right on the top of the banner there. Our mission is making disciples who make disciples in the love and lordship of Jesus Christ in every home, church, and beyond for his kingdom and glory. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for your prayers. Thanks always to the Lord. Make it a great day, and God bless in Christ.